The Path to Power with Ivan Yates and Jim Elliott, a podcast from News Talk. We're charting here on the hard shoulder the path to power from the primaries to Pennsylvania Avenue right throughout 2020. Uh, Who will have been elected US president this time next year? There's a long way to go between now and then. So I'm joined by Jim Elliott, comedian and importantly American and regular, of course, on the final furlong to take a sideways look at the campaign as it really gets underway. Uh, Jim, welcome back to the show. Delighted to be here. I mean, you know, you and I used to do these on The Breakfast Show with some young guy used to be here. Whatever happened Chris to him? Chris Donahue. He went from radio yeah. into politics? Isn't he that did. backwards? He, you're no, supposed no, to go the other no, way. No, 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 no. He's working for our Good toaster. for him. Now, let's begin with your take on the Democratic presidential candidate field overall. Oh, uh, how much time do you have, Ivan? We got candidates. We got all kinds of candidates. We got old candidates, young candidates, white candidates, black candidates, Latino candidates, straight candidates, gay candidates, rich candidates, poor candidates. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Poor people are not rec- represented in American politics. Look, at one point, the Democratic field was 28 people deep. You realize that's enough to play a full game of American football? We had 10 senators, seven House of Representatives, four governors, four mayors, one current mayor of New York City, one previous mayor of New York City. I don't know what's going on there. It's must be something in the water. We got two billionaires and one former self-help author. Listen to this. So, Mr. President, if you're listening, I want you to hear me, please. You have harnessed fear for political purposes, and only love can cast that out. So I, sir, I have a feeling you know what you're doing. I'm going to harness love for political purposes. I will meet you on that field, and, sir, love will win. So she was wrong there. She wouldn't meet him on the field. That was Marianne Williamson. She suspended her campaign on January 10th. She got farther than a lot of people thought she would, given that her previous experience was a self-help author and Oprah Winfrey's spiritual advisor. Reagan had voodoo economics. She wanted to align our economic chakras. But she didn't make it, and let's let's, uh, pour a glass out for all of the candidates who we thought we made it who didn't. Uh, Beto, Kamala, Booker. It sounds like a jam band who once opened for fish, but they're no longer in in it. But we had some results last week. Yeah, let's talk about... Iowa, because first of all, they, they seemed so uncertain that they couldn't actually give us a clear-cut result. Oh, we're absolutely going to get to that. Take a listen to this real quick. Can I ask you something? Is, is this heaven? It's Iowa. Iowa? That's not heaven, it's Iowa. That was Kevin Costner and Ray Liotta from the old movie Field of Dreams. I don't know if you remember that. Yep. But not heaven, it's Iowa. So Iowa doesn't have a, a straight-up primary. It has a caucus, which is a little bit different. So in a caucus, instead of like a normal vote, you show up, you go into a booth, nobody can see you, you cast your vote, you leave, you're done. In a caucus, it takes much longer. You show up, you go into a high school gymnasium. Remember that smell? They all smell the same. It's a mix of teen hormones and the quiet desperation of our noble educators. But you go in, you stand in a group by whichever candidate you're supporting. They take a count to see how many people are standing in the right area. Then they stop. They give you a couple hours to go mix and talk with each other and say, why are you standing over there? What are the issues that are important to you? Let me tell you about my candidate and the issues that are important to him or her. And then they redo it. It takes hours. 
But and worst of all, it requires you to speak to other people from Iowa. So massive failure with the results. What happened? The Iowa Democratic Party produced an app that they were going to use for the precincts to send their results in. The app crashed on the day and the people were forced to call in their results manually. And because nobody had planned for this, the lines of communication weren't clear, resulted in massive delays. One of our precinct captains was waiting on hold for over an hour to call in his results. So while he was calling in, he picked up another phone and he called in to CNN where he spoke with Wolf Blitzer. Get a listen to this. This is a real coincidence, Wolf. I just got off hold just now, so I've got to get off the phone to report the results. All right, uh, go ahead and report your results. Can we listen in as you report them, Sean? Yep. All right, let's listen. All right. (laughs) Okay, hi. Hello? They hung up on me. (laughs) They hung up on me. Okay, I've got to get back in line on hold. Um, They just hung up. They hung up on him. He had to call back in again. So listen, all of this is a mess, okay? And there's a conspiracy theory angle to all of this. Do I believe in this conspiracy theory? Absolutely not. Are we going to talk about it? You bet. we got to go for 10 months through this crap. If we don't pick up every single angle, we're going to get really bored. So here's the conspiracy. The app that failed was developed by a company named Shadow, which is a bad look already. And last summer, presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete, you might know him as, paid that same company $40,000 for an unrelated software subscription. Mayor Pete did surprisingly well in Iowa. So if you put on your tinfoil hats, Mayor Pete becomes Mayor Cheat. Of course, to believe in this, you need to ignore the fact that Mayor Pete put a lot of resources into Iowa. And if the Democratic establishment were cheating, how does that explain how Joe Biden did so poorly? Anyway, regardless, that was the mo- that was the story on Monday. And then on Tuesday... Well, let's, after all that drama in Iowa, back in your hometown of mm-hmm. Washington, D.C., Everybody was snubbing each other at the State of the Union address. Oh, God, it was awful. It was awful. Listen, President Trump had to address both houses of Congress. He does this every year. It's a State of the Union. And as a comic, I've faced some hostile audiences in my time, but I've never have to, had to go in front of a crowd where half of them had spent the last month trying to get me fired. It's the usual thing at the State of the Union. The president gets up. He says everything's great. Everybody gives him 500 rounds of applause and everybody leaves. Except at the end of this, Nancy Pelosi very visibly stood up and ripped up her copy I of the Speech. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a brilliant bit of political theater. It means absolutely nothing, but it was a good video clip. Look, if we're going to treat this like entertainment and if it's just going to be empty gestures, then I want us to go full World Wrestling Federation, man. I want to <laughs> see Nancy Pelosi hit Mitch McConnell with a folding chair. That's what I want to see. All right, Jim, to finish up for now, what joys can we look forward to in the coming days? Okay, so tonight is another Democratic Party debate. Do you realize this is the eighth one of these already? There's going to be seven candidates on stage and four moderators. It's like another Avengers movie up there. On Tuesday, we we have primary number two in New Hampshire. Hopefully, the Democrats will have the results from Iowa by then, and they're planning to issue the New Hampshire results uh, around Easter. <laughs> Democratic National Convention isn't until the second week of July, which is when we'll know who the candidate is. We'll be covering this until then. As the esteemed political reporter Hunter Thompson put it, buy the ticket, take the ride. My thanks for that colorful, uh, quick a fast journey through the chaos that is the American presidential election. My thanks to comedian Jim Elliott. The Path to Power with Ivan Yates and Jim Elliott. Make sure to subscribe to receive updates on new episodes.